Hi everyone, welcome back to a special mini episode of You Had Your Chance podcast. We're going to be doing these little prequel episodes in between the release of our longer episodes. This came as a, a suggestion from a couple of our friends and special listeners who pointed out that, you know what? It would be really great to have seen these classic films before they listen to the podcast. So if you haven't already listened to the podcast and you're interested in watching the movie that we're going to be discussing, have at it. Nick doesn't know I'm recording this. Maybe I'm in his bathroom because the acoustics are so good in here. But I just want to thank everyone for listening to our last episode, and I hope you'll check out the next episode. We're going to be watching Desperately Seeking Susan, a Susan Seidelman film from the late 80s. I'm so glad that our guest, Julie Sharbett, brought it to our attention as a great film that many people haven't seen or think they've seen or have always wanted to see. Check it out. Julie Sharbett. Since we last spoke, her short film, Three Days, has been crushing so many different film festivals. I can't wait for you all to see it. She's such a fantastic filmmaker. I'm so excited for you to hear our interview with her. I strongly recommend having seen this movie before we talk uh, about the film. But you know what? We give enough spoilers, so if you don't have time to check it out, no worries. We'll fill you in right from the get-go. But if you would like to watch the movie... You'll be given some sweet, sweet royalty checks to some filmmakers and film crews from way before the new millennium. Not all of them are alive, obviously, but you know what? Their grandkids will sure appreciate a couple pennies here and there for a sweet iced coffee. We're going to be using these prequel episodes to give you a chance to check out the movie we're going to be discussing in the upcoming episode and to introduce the filmmaker we've invited on, and you can check out their work ahead of time if you'd like. We're also going to use these prequel episodes to right some wrongs. We're not perfect. No one is. You're close, but that's just you. Well done. But for us, sure, we're going to make some goofs. If we misspoke or quoted the wrong quote or just made something up on the spot and you called us out on it, well done. In the previous episode where we discussed deliverance, we have a couple friends that reached out and mentioned that the word we were looking for was not MacGuffin, but in fact, was red herring. We were discussing the presence of the creepy banjo boy, and Marina, myself, and Nick presumed that that was a MacGuffin, a popular Hitchcock term uh, for a device meant to draw your attention and distract you. But the protagonists of Deliverance were not actually looking for that creepy banjo boy, because a MacGuffin, as per a Wikipedia article, is the object of everybody's search. But a red herring is a type of kipper made from dried, smoked, and salted fish, as per another Wikipedia article. But also, a red herring is a figurative expression referring to a logical fallacy in which a clue or piece of information is or is intended to be misleading or distracting from the actual question. Yeah, you guessed it. Also derived from a Wikipedia article. Wow, yes. The term red herring was popularized in 1807 by English polemicist William Cobbett, great fella, I hope, who told a story of having used a kipper, a strong-smelling smoked fish, to divert hounds from chasing a hare. Yeah, leave that hare alone. Jeez, oh, Pete's. Poor little kipper, though, right? Maybe that kipper will get a day named after it, where everyone fasts. Anyway, thank you for bringing that to our attention. I am all the wiser because of it. And thank you, Wikipedia. I want to give another special thank you to the public library branches of Los Angeles. I've often taken the movies out that we've watched for our podcast 
from my local library branch, in particular the Silver Lake Public Library, the Los Feliz Public Library, the Atwater Public Library, the Edendale Public Library. How wonderful. If you're not familiar with Los Angeles libraries, holy manolis, they're beautiful. The energy in there is so kind and warm. The people working there are so awesome. Support your public libraries. Everything there is friggin' free. And if you need to keep it out a couple extra days, so what? You'll owe a few cents. You'll make their toilet paper go up an extra ply. How lovely. Amazing. Public libraries are the kipper, and that's a good fish. I want to give a special thank you to one of our anonymous listeners who's been coming to our home and hanging out outside around 3 in the morning to play the deliverance theme on their banjo. That's real lovely, and it really goes well with a nice 3 a.m. night terror. Also, I want to point out another fun development since you last heard from us. Leah Rudick, our resident film expert, just won another Oscar. Yeah, the person who beat her for the Oscar that she didn't win got caught in a doping scandal. Yeah, I friggin' knew that costume design was juiced. It was too strong, too fast. So congrats, Leah. This makes it an even half baker's dozen. So lucky to have you. What a delight. This has been You Had Your Chance, the prequel to the upcoming Desperately Seeking Susan episode featuring Julie Sharbett, Nick Cheverella, and myself, David Bly. If you have any corrections you want to send to us, please reach out. If you know my number, text me. If you don't know my number, be like the creepy banjo guy outside our window and just come over at 3 in the morning and just scream it at the top of your lungs. Thanks for listening. Truly, it means a lot. You're all just lovely, lovely people, film fans, film fanatics. We'll see you next time.